God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Happy New Year. This is Dr. Anita, and I am here and ready to help you smash your goals for 2020. I'm so excited about this chance to connect with you to make sure that 2020 is your best year ever. And so we're going to begin doing that by talking about how to set goals that will be achieved for 2020. You know, we start out in January, all high energy. We're ready to do what we've decided we're going to do. We've left our disappointments from previous years behind. But then too often we find ourselves later in the year, letting these goals slip through our fingers and finding ourselves frustrated and wondering what happened and then having to re-up ourselves in December and January to try again. So we're going to break that cycle by setting smart goals this year. Now, let me go ahead and warn y'all. Dr. Anita is more than a therapist. I'm a professor too. That means I can get busy when it comes to teaching and I'm about to do some teaching. So if you're sitting down, pause, grab a pen, a piece of paper and write down what I'm about to say because this framework for setting goals will help you succeed. And I want all of your goals to be smart. A smart goal is a goal that actually has a great chance of you succeeding at because of the way that you built it. So in this case, when I say smart, I'm talking S-M-A-R-T. We want our goals to be S-specific, which means they are well-defined, clear, and unambiguous. Then we want our goals to be measurable. What criteria are you going to use to measure your your progress? You know, too often we make a big goal like, I want to be healthier, but we're not specific about what dimensions of our health we're planning to target. Are we talking about our mental health, which means maybe we're going to go to therapy or we're talking about our physical health, maybe in terms of weight loss or maybe in terms of strength or endurance. What is it that you specifically want to do and how will you measure it? The next letter in our acronym for SMART goals is A, achievable. Is this goal attainable? Too often we set a goal that's impossible and that is what takes us down in the end is that we just kind of threw something out there, a high bar, and we ran for it, but it wasn't really something that we could accomplish in a year, particularly in a way that's safe or healthy or that would cause that new thing in our life to have a firm foundation and last. So we want to make sure that it's achievable. And I think if you're a perfectionist like me, well, I'm a recovering perfectionist, recovering perfectionist, we can be really bad at setting achievable goals. So I'll do something like I'm going to organize my closet in the next two weeks. And then if I don't achieve that, I get frustrated and say, well, now I'm going to organize my closet and redecorate my room in two days. So I'll set the bar higher while the time is shorter, which is really impossible to do. So let's make sure that you set a goal that is achievable. The next letter in our SMART goals is R. That word stands for, that R stands for relevant. Is this goal relevant to your life purpose? You know, it's so important to set goals against the backdrop of the bigger picture of your life. What is your purpose? What are you doing here? What have you survived? What did God create you for? What do you want to look back over your life 
and, and feel proud of in terms of the impact that you had on the people around you, that really speaks to purpose. And when we have our purpose um, firmly in hand, then we can think about our vision. The vision is how I'm going to translate my purpose into action. What is the mechanisms by which I wanna actualize my purpose? How do I wanna go about um, living it out? And then we set goals under that level. So it's really about purpose and then a vision for living out my purpose and then setting goals to live it out step by step. So when we relate our goals to something bigger, we make sure that they're relevant to our life. It, it allows us to kind of hold on to them longer. In a lot of times we let go of goals so easily because we forget how they are connected to the bigger picture of what we want to accomplish and more importantly, who we want to be. And then finally, I want your SMART goal to be timely. That's the T, to be timely. There needs to be a target date and we're not gonna make our target date December 31st, 2020 because that's too far away and the time just slips by. So we're gonna talk about setting goals that have target dates that may be shorter than December 31st or that we have check-in dates along the way so that we can make sure that we are on track to accomplish our goals on time. And when we check in, we can also see if we need to reevaluate or, or revise the goal because of things that we've learned. So everybody right now, I want you to commit to either setting a SMART goal or looking at the goals you've already set for 2020 and trying to decide, is that goal SMART? Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it, is it achievable? Is it realistic or relevant to my life purpose? And is it timely? Super important, those five elements. So we have three women that we'll be talking to today, Shay, Beminette, and Santana. And we're gonna walk through the SMART goals with each of them and how it applies to their specific situation. And I'm praying that by the end of this podcast, you will be able to apply the SMART goal framework to your situation. And if you've tried it before, I hope you'll be even more successful this time. So I hope you're ready to get started because we are headed for our first caller. We are about to talk to Shay, and this is what Shay had to say. Hello, SJR and Dr. Anita. Happy holidays. Happy New Year coming up. This is Shay Hope. I'm calling from Atlanta. I am 43 blessed years. I actually just had a birthday December 14th. And the area that I definitely feel that I need the most help is accomplishing um, my goals for saving money and creating wealth. Um, I, like so many others, you know, don't want to get into the habit of making New Year resolutions. I don't want to do that. I want to do something that is going to last me long term. So I just want to, um, I, I just need help in um, realistically <laughs> setting, setting goals, saving money, um, but also creating other avenues of wealth so that I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Thank you so much, and God bless you both for everything that you do. Well, I believe a whole bunch of us are already identifying with what Shay has on her mind, so let's get her on the line. Hello, Shay. Hi. Good morning, Dr. Anita. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> 
I'm great. How are you? Can you see me okay? I can. I can. Okay. Can you see and hear me okay? Great. So Shay, we all just listened to the message that you left. And I think that um, your interest in getting your finances on track is probably an issue that many, 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 many of us um, can identify with. So um, tell us a little bit more about where you are and and where you're hoping to get. Okay. Um, Well, currently, I I feel like I'm in that cycle of paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, I contribute to my 401k and I match my employer. Um, Just to let you know a little bit, I'm a flight attendant with American Airlines. And, you know, if you know anything about the airline industry, you know, we are paid based upon, you know, hours that we fly. So um, the flexibility is great, but it's like when you first start out, and I've only been in it about four years now, the pay isn't quite all that phenomenal until you get to like year five and above is when it really starts kicking in where you're really seeing like the pay increases exponentially. Um, So right now I try to fly like around a hundred hours a month, but I also feel like sometimes that takes away from my, you know, my downtime because it can be tiring going up and down is tiring. And I'm just trying to figure out a way to, you know, you know, I love my job. I love what I do, but I don't want to have to do it all the time in order to make money to get to the point where I have an emergency fund saved away and I have a nice savings and, you know, all my bills are paid comfortably. And I'm also able to, you know, splurge once in a while on a that new bag or a new pair of shoes or go out to a fancy restaurant. Um, and, and now I just feel like I'm just doing enough to maintain pay all my bills and do like my essentials. You know, I try to make sure I keep my hair done and my nails done and that sort of thing. But if I just want to go on a trip, like I I have flight privileges, but I can't just ball out and go to Thailand. It's like, what am I going to do when I get there? Right. What am I going to do when I get there? (laughs) I I can get there, no problem. But what about, you know, cost of staying there and eating and shopping and that sort of thing. And I just feel like at 43 I should have it more like it it should be more automatic. And I know there's something I'm not doing quite right. It's something where I'm slipping. You know, I, I cut down on my eating sometimes as far as like I try not to eat out as much and I try to take my food to work. Um, it's just it's just difficult sometimes. <laughs> And I'm like, I have to have a plan in motion um, because it's, I set a goal mm-hmm. and then I don't know, after like a month, it's just derailed. And I'm just like, well, well, how did that happen? This expense comes up, that expense comes up. And I'm like, okay, that money that I was planning to save, now I have to use it for something that I really need. And what are some of the expenses that sneak up on you like that? Is it car repairs or? Um, it could be, yeah. Like uh, something to deal with my car or um, something around the house or a medical expense. Like like literally I have a medical procedure I need to have done this year. And, you know, I have a, I have a high deductible because I'm not the type of person that goes to the doctor outside of my you know, annual exams. Like I don't need to go to the doctor every so often. So when you have insurance like that, you know, if you're not going that often, then they're like, okay, well, you know, for this procedure, 
you know, you haven't met your deductible, so that's out of, you know what I mean? So now I have that expense, you know, that has popped up. And yeah, and, and, and home repair, like I had an unexpected expense come for my kitchen. So now I have to come out of pocket for that. And I'm like, dang, I legit do not have like an emergency fund put to the side where I can just be like, oh, okay, here we go. I'll just take that money and use that. And I just want something where I can realistically still pay all my bills, keep, you know, do all the things that I need to do to live and still, you know, but still live a life and have fun. What have you already tried? Very often when we're getting ready to set a goal, um, maybe we've tried some different ways of addressing this problem and it didn't work out. So my first question would be, what have you already tried? So I've tried the budgeting apps. I've done a couple of different budgeting apps where I track my spending. Um, You know, I, I do have I do have a certain amount of money that goes into my savings automatically from each paycheck because I get paid twice a month, you know, the like the 15th and the last day of the month, um, you know, but it's a small amount because, you know, I listen to people like Dave Ramsey and Susie Orman and they're like, you know, make sure you have something automatically that just goes to your savings and start out small. If you can't start out big, start out small. So I I did do that, you know, and I am doing that. Um so, yeah, so those and, and then I just like I I'm big on writing things down. Like I have to see things. OK. You know, on paper. OK. So I list out like my, you know, at the beginning of the month, I'll list out like all my expenses for the month. And and then I put, you know, to the side like, OK, these are my expenses. This is how much money I need to make in order to pay all these bills. And then this is my spending money for the side. And I'm not going to go outside of that. And Dr. Nita, sometimes it happens. <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes it, doesn't. it doesn't. So let's talk about the doesn't, right? Because when before you set this goal, we really want to have some clarity about everything that's going on around it. So on the sometimes it doesn't, let's talk mm-hmm. about your relationship with money. How okay. have you and money uh, gotten along over the years? What is your relationship with money? My relationship with money, um, to be honest, I... I don't know. It's been sort of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to be, <laughs> it's been sort of a love-hate relationship. Um, I think I'm very frugal. You know, I'm as far as you know, I, I don't go overboard when it comes to spending. I can easily walk into a mall or walk into a store or go to a restaurant and say, "Okay, Shay, this is realistically how much money you have." So, you know, no, you can't buy the lobster this go round or no, you can't buy those Jimmy Choo shoes. Get up out of that department store and turn your little tail around and go on over to Dillard's and get get on the sale rack. But, um, you know, if I get like a little, you know, a little extra, you know, in the past, maybe tax time comes around and I'm like, okay, I got a little extra. So I'm going to splurge a little bit. Um. And, you know, and, and I think I feel like I have control, but I end up at the end with less money than I intended to have <laughs> once I once I started out. And as far as investing, like I, I know people are like, oh, investing money is really easy. Don't be intimidated by the big terms and the, ter- you know, the terminology and all of that. But 
it honestly confuses me as to all the different things, you know, Roth IRA and 401k and, you know, life, all those different things. I, you know, I can, I tend to get a little overwhelmed and I'm like, well, let me just be basic because I don't want to feel like I'm, I don't want to go out and get a second or third job just to feel like I'm living Mm because then I have no life. Right. So anytime, and I'm not a financial advisor, so this is not my expertise area, but I mm-hmm. do know anytime we're in a financial bind, we either have to increase the money we have coming in, mm-hmm. decrease the amount that we have going out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these are our options, right? It's just like losing weight. You got to burn more calories than you eat. Right. So this the same thing with money. Um, what's your debt situation like? Um, you know, the only true debt I can say I have is a credit card bill that's like less than a thousand dollars. I, you know, I try to keep it really low, but I really want to work on getting that out the way, like in the next six months, just get that down like zero. Okay. Um, I only have one credit card and like I said, I, I keep it as minimal as possible, but you know, I did have an emergency happen last year where I had to, you know, help a family member out and you know, that was the only way I could do it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my only true debt, I can honestly say. Okay. And you mentioned wanting to get that paid because paying off debts is definitely the first step always to yes. financial stability. So maybe that's a goal that we can try to outline today. Um, you talked about your hours as well, though, that you've said you're flying about 100 hours a month. And that, um, and if I understood this correctly, attendants who have been with the company longer than you um, yes. are making more money. Is that because they're flying more hours or because? No, that's because um, the pay increases. So with the airline industry, you're paying, you know, there's you, you there's a pay raise every year mm-hmm. up until you cap out, you, okay. know, you top out or whatever. With our airline, you top out at year 13. Um, so yeah, they can, old flight attendants who've been flying longer than me can actually make more money flying the same hours that I understood. Fly or it's about less, getting a raise, just because. Yeah, just because the raise. Okay. Now, when I get to year five next year, yeah, it will be a significant. I I no, I won't necessarily have to fly a hundred hours a month mm-hmm. because the pay increases significantly mm-hmm. <laughs> at year five. But right now, a hundred hours is sort of my sweet spot. Between ninety to a hundred hours makes me feel comfortable that I can pay. I can pay all my bills. I can even put, you know, and and then I can also do things, you know, for myself, like, Mm -hmm. you know, go out here, go out to dinner, get my hair done, my nails done, you know, little maintenance, things like that. What are Um, you willing to sacrifice? So I hear you saying, I know, but you know, (laughs) no pain, no gain, as they say. So I hear you, I I hear you with your self care. And I think that is important. I I hear you saying more than a hundred hours a month would be tiring and you don't want to wear yourself down, but you want to, you know, you want to keep that hair laid. You want to keep them nails done. You want to stick. So like, what are we willing to sacrifice? Are we willing to fly 120 hours a month for six months and be a little more tired, but a little less broke? Are we willing to do that home manicure and that home pedicure for a few months? What are we willing to sacrifice? Because one of the challenges with meeting our goals, I sometimes think is about us ranking what is most important to us. And if I would rather suffer this pain than that pain, and not realize that we are making a conscious choice. I'm not here to judge your choice. I'm just here to try and help you look at it as choices. I would rather have, I would rather be 
more financially stressed and less physically tired. So I'll work these number of hours. That matters more to me. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. every single thing is a choice. So right. um, is there anything that you're willing to sacrifice to make this change? And if not, we can try and explore the avenues, but I definitely want to challenge you to think about that. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoo, deep breath. Yeah, because these 40s are no joke, sis, because I'm in them, too. You hear me? I'm in them, too. And, and we were just in our 20s. And then we were just in, I know, and then we were just in our 30s. And we had the freedom. We felt like we had time to kind of enjoy right. life while right. we also built our lives. But suddenly in these 40s, exactly. the now building. You're in your 40s and you're like, oh, I'm closer to 50. Yeah, the uh, building start out is outpacing the, the enjoying and so is there a period of time here, maybe in these next five years, where you go hard in a way that allows you to more um, safely live the type of life that you want to live a little later? That makes sense, Dr. Anita. Yeah, and thinking about it in the big picture, because I like to have a good five-year plan going and then work my way backwards. Okay, if this is my five-year plan, what should I have accomplished by the end of year four, by the end of year three, by the end of year two, and then this would be by the end of year one. So where would you like to be five years from now um, Mm -hmm. in terms of finances? What's the bigger picture? And being able to connect it to these other things. And I hear you talking about things that are important in your life, about wanting to have a certain balance, wanting to be able to take care of yourself and have these emotionally pleasurable experiences, because um, it does. it's nice to be able to take a trip. It's nice to be able to go out to eat, shop, right. get, get your nails done. And, and those, those experiences bring us a certain emotional pleasure and the sacrifice is emotional pain. And so sometimes the checkbook that we really need to balance is between emotional pain and emotional pleasure. And we start balancing those two things. How much pain am I willing to exchange for the pleasures later? Um, We can kind of look at this big picture. So five years from now, what position would you like to be in? And um, where do we start from there? Because even with the raise coming, if the relationship between sacrifice and benefit and how you handle um, money as a source of enjoyment to mm-hmm. give you access to things you enjoy. If we don't rebalance those things, even the rays can be eaten. Right. right. Even that won't. Yeah. You know, it's like my husband and I joke all the time. I'm messy. Don't no, nobody judge me, but I'm messy. I'm like clothes on the floor, <laughs> messy chick. And when we got our first apartment, we had this tiny closet. It was always a mess. Right. And then uh-huh. each place that we lived was bigger. And in our dream house, we had a closet that was like the size of a studio apartment. Guess what? clothes still on the floor. I'm still still messy. messy. It's like, I didn't need a bigger closet. I need to either change my habits or just accept that that's how I, how I roll. And it's up to me, but a bigger closet with more shelving and things, none none of that's going to help me if I don't actually change the way I function. So I can just say, this is me and roll with it. Or I can say, no, I'm really going to make this change. And in my case, I decided to say, this is me. Um, so I'm rolling with it. Mm-hmm. And I, like my closet's still messy. And, you know, that's my <laughs> choice. Right. But and so you can change you can choose to roll with it. But um, it sounds like there may be some significant changes you want to make um, to be living your best life at 48. You know, five right. years from now, how do I want to blast this out? How do I want to celebrate my 50th? Where do I want to be? And what am I willing to pay along the way to have that goal? So maybe making it a little longer term might help. 
something to think five about. Yeah. Where would you like to be financially in five years? And we may not have time right now on the call for you to answer that specifically, but I'd say, you know, look at your retirement account balance. Where, do, where is it now? Where do you want it to be? Um, your debts are not real big, but where are they now? Where do you want them to be? Um, you mentioned your house. I'm not sure. Do you own your house? Are you, are you, are you planning on buying a house in the future? Um, I'm planning on buying a home. Okay. In the so then that's something to lay down. Now, are you saving for a house down payment? Where am I now in that down payment? Where do I want to be? Um, and, when, and when we think about a year, that can be overwhelming. But five years, we can do something. We can get something done in five years. So right. I would love for you to sit down and, and look at where you'd like to be in five years. Really write down some numbers and then work your way backwards to what would it require me to do by the end of this year? What would be my step towards that? Because when our goal isn't attached to a larger vision, um, it's easier for us to let the goal go. Right. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, well, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And then start again. But when we're trying to move toward a larger vision, sometimes it helps us to see that big picture. So I'd like you to consider that. Um, so but let's at least today, let's at least today set one goal. So would you like it to be the credit card debt? Would you like it to be your emergency fund by like getting the savings? What would you like to set today? Today, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I'm going to set my goal to knock out my credit card debt. OK, so let's do it in a smart way. So let's remember our goals, our smart goals. A goal is specific. That's what the S stands for. M stands for measurable. A stands for um, actionable or achievable. R stands for realistic or relevant. And T stands for time bound. So we got a specific goal, which is pay off this credit card. Right. And that goal is definitely measurable. You will know. <laughs> Have you paid it off? Now, when do you think you could pay it off by? If you, is December 31st too far for, a, for that $1,000? Do you need that much time or do you think you might be able to do it sooner? Um, I think I could do it in, I'm going to say October. October. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, that, I don't know what that facial expression you said. October. <laughs> Our listeners can't see like you, but I'm I laughing. Say, I, if I say December, I feel like I'm giving myself too much. Yeah. And, I, you know, I know I can knock it out in less than, I know I could like, knock it out before December. Okay. So. All right. Want to try for August 31st? August 31st? Sure. Let's okay. see what happens. All right. Let's see what happens. So <clears throat> that would be measurable. So then you could think, okay, let's talk it. Is that realistic, though? Is August, 30th realis August 31st realistic? August 31st is realistic. Okay. Up my hours, that's realistic. Okay, so you're willing to put in a couple extra hours to pay it I'm off? I'm willing to do. I know when you said that 120 for six months, I was like, ooh, but I could do that. <laughs> I could do that, Dr. Nina. All right, I'm up here. I'm trying. I'm I trying to. It. I'm trying I to get the challenge in, right? So we're looking at six months. It's already January, so our six months, let's say, is February through August, and you're talking about a thousand dollars. So let's divide that by six. That's hundred and sixty-seven dollars a month extra, because of course I don't know what the interest rate is. So let's say hundred seventy-five dollars a month that you want to add to this credit card starting in February. Um, okay. And so those extra hours would that cover that? Yes. It sounds yes. like 20 hours will probably cover that and then some. 
Yeah, it would. Okay. It definitely would. Okay. Well, what what else could we do with those 20 hours a month? What, if we can pay off the credit card, is can we get our savings account up a little bit more too? We, I could definitely put more into my savings account. Okay. Okay. So let's say that 20, that 20 hours a month for the next six months is dedicated entirely to your financial advancement. It's not an extra pair of shoes. It's not a trip. It's not anything. Those are your hours for your fab 50s. I'm going to be living so good, my best life in my 50s. And this is me sowing into that now to reap that later. Okay. To reap that later. Um, so we have a time bomb. We're looking at August 31st. We, you, you said it is realistic and it sounds like it's, it's easily realistic because 20 hours extra a month would be way beyond that. This is an action you can take. You can measure. It's specific. Boom. That is a smart goal. All right. That's a smart goal. And then we'll see what else you can do with that 20 hours after we pay our taxes and our tithes to the Lord. We can go yes. ahead because we want to make sure we're not getting ourselves in trouble by not giving the Lord what is his. Right. Amen. Amen. Right. And so once we do that, <laughs> we know he will open the windows of heaven and then we just got to be wise with the blessings that come down. And so I would encourage you to um, continue to set those goals. Now, are you on Women Evolve TV? Are you? Do you subscribe to Women Evolve TV? I'm putting you on the I spot. Don't subs- I don't subscribe to the... Um- I mean, I listen to the podcast. All right. No, podcast. we're glad. Well, you know what? Check it out. It's not a super expense. I think it's just a few dollars a month. But there is a series on there with a woman um, named Peggy Buck who gives amazing financial advice. And she has a four-part series on Women Evolve TV. And there's also a session mm-hmm. from a woman called the Budgetista um, who goes by the term the Budgetista. You can look her up. She's also on there. So um, there's some more information for you from people who are specifically financial advisors. I'm not. I'm just here to challenge your thinking and right. um, encourage you, to, you did, to set a goal. Good. <laughs> it's all about sacrifice. Some things we got to just, we just got to sweat for, but I believe you can do it. And I'm excited for you to um, see how your life has changed in six months with that extra 20 hours a month. Uh, keep an eye on the big picture. Five years right. from now, what's the life that you want to live? It's definitely within your reach. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Doctor. Keep Anita. us posted. This helped a lot. Glad, glad to hear it. Drop a drop a message and let us know how's it going. How it's going. Okay, I will. Thank all right. You have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Well, I hope you all enjoyed listening in on my conversation with Shay. I think there were some major lessons there, and the big thing really is, what am I willing to pay for what I want? And payment isn't just about money, it's about time, it's about sacrifice, it's about determination, but also looking at that big picture, you know, where do you want to be five years from now? On December 31st, 2025, what do you want to be celebrating? Think about that for a moment and then work your way backwards. So that means what by December 31st, 2024, 2023, 2022, 2021, and then in on back till 2020. Because again, we want to set our goals against the larger backdrop of the life that we're going for. And I sounds like that really helped Shay in her thinking. And I hoped it helped you with yours. The hardest part of making a lifestyle change is preparation. If one of your goals this year is still to eat well without eating out all of the time, HelloFresh has you covered. 
I sent boxes to some of my closest friends and the feedback was unanimous. HelloFresh is delicious. There's literally something for everyone, including low calorie, vegetarian, and family friendly recipes every week. You can choose from over 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. The best part is you don't have to break the bank to fill your tummy. HelloFresh is now from $5.66 per serving. That's less than going through a drive-thru. No wonder HelloFresh is America's best value meal kit. During the holidays, I had to pause my subscription, but HelloFresh made it so easy to change my delivery days and food preferences. I've even taken to using it to help train the young adults in my house to start cooking for themselves. If you're like me and you're ready to get in the kitchen more this year, but also save a few coins, then go to HelloFresh.com slash 10Evolve and use code 10Evolve during HelloFresh's New Year sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 10Evolve and use code 10Evolve during HelloFresh's New Year sale. You're getting 10 free meals. Thank me later, sis. Our next caller is an aspiring entrepreneur from the East Coast. This is the message that she left us. Hi, my name is Bemna Rabibi. I am 25 years old. I live in Salisbury, Maryland. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for giving us this opportunity. And second, um, I need help in the area of um, accomplishing my goals once I set a strategy. I have a tendency um to let the fear lead me, and I want to know how I can even set a strategy where I can let the fate to be a leader. And thank you, and have a nice day. Bye. So I actually had the opportunity to talk to Bemnet yesterday, and we did a first run through what her goals might look like for 2020. She's interested in starting a business, and she has some really strong ideas about it, but hadn't at the time had a chance to do much research. So she was struggling with making her goals realistic. And as a result, um, her fears, which she's already carrying with her, were becoming even more intense. So I gave Bemnet some assignments to do last night, and she was faithful to doing them. And we are going to pick up today. So as you listen, you'll be able to hear the journey that Ben Nett's gone on in just the last 24 hours. Let's get her on the line. Hi, Ben Nett. Can you hear me okay? Yes. All right, good. So I want to pick up from where we um, were yesterday, but I was reflecting on your message and some of the things that you said, and I just wanted to give you a chance to um, talk more about um, the emotion that you left in your message. So you mentioned being concerned. Um, how do I let faith lead me instead of fear? Yes. Tell me about your fear. Um, my fears come from growing up. I'm always told that I cannot do it. Mm. And it won't be anything. So those are the voices that I grow up with. And those are like normal voice to me, especially when it comes from the one that who's supposed to see a potential in you. And that's come from your father and my mother, my father and my mother. So for me to hear a positive things and things, the voice that I'm hearing that I can do it is kind of hard 
to follow that direction because what I grew up, my normal to me is what I grew up is. I cannot be nothing. I can't do anything. So when I'm starting new things, that's majority of the time my fears always happen is because of those voice. I'm so sorry that you've had that experience. It's when we're children, we're so fragile. And that's when we most need to hear people telling us that we are able to do whatever we set our mind to and that we're able to accomplish our dreams. And so to not have heard that, um, that brings a lot of pain. And and I can even hear in your voice how much it still hurts um, you to think about that. What work have you done to um, move beyond that experience? Um, to recognize God's voice. Because mm-hmm. he met me in, in the things that I need him the most, which is love. So those are the voice. It, for me, I didn't grow up in church. So for me, God is something that I heard of and I just decided to follow but not decided to believe. So it's like, by the time I received God, I was the age of 23, which is like two years ago. So it wasn't hard for me to recognize his voice because the voice was brand new. Mm. It's not like something that I was around. And it come in a way that I needed it. And that was love. That was the, the things that really missed the whole my 25 years was love so and that that's that's how he introduced himself to me mm. so when i recognized that voice i knew who was it wasn't like i wasn't denying it and i wasn't afraid of it or i wasn't questioning it i knew who it was and where it come from so on as far as recognize god voicing when he talked to me i can identify who is speaking, whether it's my story, my storyteller, which is from the past, or there's something new that there's a new path that I need to follow that will help me to birth the vision. So when I hear this, the vision that given to me last year, I knew who it was. And it keep bothering me over and over and over and over. You need to do something. And when every time I make a, uh, one step, I feel a little bit better. Mm. Then I get stuck. Because, well, what if you didn't accomplish it? Well, so far you failed. So far you didn't become anything. And this path that he had me is nobody's around me ever done it. Being an entrepreneur is kind of hard when it's better when someone that you knew accomplished it, you can ask for help. But when nobody's around you ever accomplish it or thought about it it's kind of like it's kind of heavy i understand that what have you accomplished already in this life that is more than anyone believed you would do loving myself that's a major accomplishment sis because you weren't taught to do it that's a major accomplishment Yes, loving myself and not to care about what other people think of me. What most matter is what I think of myself and what God think of me. So that was those two and forgiving myself and my parents that could not provide for me something that they didn't have. Now, knowing that, 
that those three things I would say the last two years was my biggest accomplish. Those are huge accomplishments. Those are the hardest accomplishments to go inside your own head, inside your own heart and change the conversation. To go yeah. from, I will never accomplish anything to, my God says that I will. To go from, I'm not lovable to, I love myself. Those are the biggest accomplishments um, that you can make. And so whatever you try to do from here is smaller than that. You've already done the hardest thing. And I'm proud of you for that. It sounds like you're proud of you for that. And um, I know that God just loves how you're accepting his love and how you're embracing his love. And as long as we keep working in that space, you can accomplish these other goals. And so let's make some plans today on how you can um, maintain that space, set goals that will um, be achievable for you, that you can enjoy your success. Um, and a lot of it doesn't has to do with how we set the goals. Sometimes we set goals and then we feel like we failed, but really the way that we set the goals was was difficult. And so I want to walk through this SMART goal framework with you today um, yeah. to see how we can do it. So we remember that SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, right? Relevant and timely. And so... With regard to what you would like to do next, you are interested in starting a business, correct? Yes. Okay. And what kind of business was it? Oh, it's a t-shirt company. Okay. What's it called? Um, it's Love is Light. Mm -hmm. That's the name is uh, for the company. And it's not just going to be a um, t-shirt that I'm going to sell. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like long sleeve and um, hoodies. It might be like phone cases that anything I can lay hold to put a word on. Okay. So it's not just, I'm not going to categorize it, just only t-shirt. Okay. So like okay. apparel and accessories. Yes. Got it. So that's, that's how I want to do it. And I want this company to be reaching people with the word that they're going to receive when they buy my product. I understand. So for you to call it love is light, based on what you've just shared with me, um, it's clear that that's really personal because yes. love brought light to you. And it sounds like you want to bring that to other people. Yes. That's an, that's that, incredible. Yes. That's how he met me. And that's the word technically he gave me. Mm. It's like while, while I was just thinking, it's just it's just come on in my mind. I was like, what is it? And I just wrote it down, but I didn't know what it was. And that's how through that and different puzzles thing come together. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what you want me to do. So, and it's based on the scriptures that I saw is, I think it's like um, in John, I, I forgot the scriptures that where God would say that he is the light mm -hmm. that who follow him. Those, those are the scripture that popped in my head mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, okay. Yes. Then there was a scriptures in First John that would say that God is love. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Like he trying to let me know that he is love and he is light. Absolutely. That whenever there's love, there's always that you can see beyond your pain, beyond your disappointment, beyond your anger, beyond your bitterness. You see beyond all that. Love always shines the light for you to see the things you missed before. That's so beautiful. That's I love it. 
So you have the, you're going to set some goals today that are that are attached to what you feel like is your purpose, which is yeah. to um, have what you've survived become a blessing to someone else. And yes. your vision for walking that purpose out is to do it through apparel and accessories, things that are tangible to people. So then now we get down to the goals, the nitty gritty. How am I going to begin to bring this to fruition? So where are you in the process right now? So... Um, I already start taking training classes, which is I'm on my third week, and next week would be my last. Okay. I already in contact the other day, like designers, which is, is something that I can afford with the budget that I have at this moment. So I already in contact with them, and I asked them to give me a sample. And so I'm waiting for that to return. And um. So Saturday, I, I took a day because since I'm working a full-time job, I sp- specifically picked Saturday so I can start my online shop, which mm-hmm. is on Shopify. So I had to start doing that Saturday. So I have a whole day to figure that out and set the store and connect that store to print on demand. So that way when people place the order and I already set the date when I'm going to launch my store, which is going to be March the 1st of this year. Okay. And I already set like what I want to accomplish. Like um, I mentioned that yesterday when I mentioned the money you gave me that for me to be realistic and one of the things resound for me, fear sometimes is a lack of information. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I did a little bit digging and I noticed like that average stores right now people make like a hundred thousand a year. That's just the average. So for me, I was like, okay, if I set that, I set for myself from March to December, at least I want to, the minimum I want to be making a sale, at least 120 items. Like it don't have to be t-shirt, any item that I put on my stores, I want that to be sale by, from March to December. So that's like with 10 months, I want at least sell 120 items. Okay. I like that. So you're looking at, then that would be about 12 items a month. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think that that sounds great. So let's walk through then. So you have a, a specific goal and what yes. you'd like to accomplish is by December 31st, you would like to have sold 120 different items. Yes. Okay. So it means you, maybe you had 120 customers or some customers might buy two things, but you want to yes. have sold 120 things Yes. by December 31st. Okay. So then that's also easy to measure because you can count that number and see it happening. Yes. It may start slower and build up, or it may start fast. There'll be ups and downs, but you know that you can count those numbers. Yes. Um, the A for in Smarkle stands for achievable. So it yes. sounds like between yesterday and today, you really yes. did some research. Um, did it Yesterday, you were looking at much higher numbers than you're looking at today. How did it feel to make that transition? Did you feel like you were giving up or you were losing or how did you feel to lower that number based on your research? No, I more like feel, oh, I need to work hard then. Like God can do the rest as long as I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So me, okay, this is the goal that I want to achieve and God can do the rest. So for me, 120 item as a new business owner is it's always a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like feel discouraged. Even if somebody bought the item that I'm selling, it, even if it had to be one or two for me, it's still going to be accomplished because 
okay, you asked me to do this and I did it and you somebody saw it. Mm-hmm. It might be one or two. Somebody still saw it and bought it. For me, that right there is accomplished. That let me know, like, you did something and somebody saw it. Mm-hmm. So that right there give me a strength to give, like, do more, work more, dream big, mm-hmm. and let God do the rest. That's awesome. Wow. You really, you have really made a huge jump since yesterday in the way yeah. that you're thinking about this. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Um, It's so important to remember there's a scripture in the Bible, Zechariah 4.10, that tells us don't despise small beginnings. And when we're starting out, a lot of times we can be discouraged if things start small, but we need to recognize that that's where we learn how to do things well. That's where we get a feel for what's happening. And every single bit um, that we accomplish matters. And in your case, you're talking about hoping to change lives in the way that God has changed yours, even one life is exciting. Yes. Two yes. lives is exciting. And so keeping a, <laughs> I, you know, keeping your focus on what your vision and your purpose is for this goal um, can help you not to get discouraged by those small things. So that's really, yes. really exciting. Um, I definitely, the goal is relevant, which is the R in SMART. The goal would be relevant to sell this number of items. Oh. And then you have a time on it already, which is by the end of the year. So where will we stop and reevaluate? So you're hoping to launch your, your store on March 1st. So if we were to break up the year a little bit more, you can check in and see where you are on April 1st. Um, On April 1st? Mm -hmm. I would say like kind of check through your year. So like, let's see what's happening on April 1st. And then let's see what's happening April, May, June, you know, on July 1st. And then check in again, August, September, October 1st. And then you know that you're headed down to the end of December. So those okay. are ways for you to stop and say, where am I now? Do I need to reevaluate how I'm doing what I'm doing? Am okay. I meeting my goal? Can I make a change that will help me meet my goal? Um, maybe you'll have exceeded your goal and now you are setting a new goal. But it's yeah. important for us to check in because when we make these um New Year's resolution, so to speak. December 31st comes really fast. (laughs) It seems like we're going to have all this time, but it comes really fast. And so we want to stop along the way and see how things are going and reevaluate and to not be discouraged if um, you need to make a change. We need to remain flexible. So prayerfully, the store will be up and running by March 1st. Um, yes. But if it's not, then you can like, okay, by April 1st. And you can re reorganize um, your plans without giving up on your goal. Okay. Because we okay. have to be kind of flexible for what might unexpected things might come. Okay. Which is important. So how are you using social media in this? Um. I haven't created an account yet. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm trying to just, um, I, like you gave me yesterday, and I contact um, Mess in a Bottle, mm-hmm. contact somebody else, but they did come back to me, let me know, like they have actually an option where I can pay and they can have a conversation. They let me know. They do about consultations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, great. So, and I also contact on a t-shirt company that I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting for them to reply. Mm-hmm. I can see what they talking about too. So I did that. But right now, like, um, I was having, I have an issue of in social media. Okay. So I give myself the next 21 days. Okay. To remove myself. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, 
next week they're gonna show us how to market our business mm-hmm. like how to use um social media for like business where we can use it and stuff like that for a marketing mm-hmm. so I'm and that's on that way instead of me just going into social media to be nosy <laughs> i could transfer that to advertise my business with okay I follow or whether the people I can just go and me- message the people that are who follow me that I don't follow, but I can just still send a message mm-hmm. to my business. Okay. So that's the plan that I come up with that to use the social media to target people mm-hmm. for, for my business so they can have opportunity. Let me look at it. Even if somebody sometimes it's always when you go to them, they have you met, you have more opportunity than they come to you. Mm-hmm. Sure, so is that I what they're and they're teaching you that in the class that you're taking? That's uh, that one is a life kind of life experience. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> life <laughs> experience is important. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. gonna teach me next week in the fourth week. They did say they're gonna teach how to market, how to advertise, mm-hmm. and how to connect uh, social media to right to my store. So in that way, that when people click it, they go to right to the products. Okay, that the things that I'm gonna learn next week, but I still going to on YouTube and learn how to do those kind of stuff to get a hang of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue doing that while I'm waiting. Cause every week, once you finish your course, you have to wait until next week for the other training to be open. Understood. Okay. Well, I like the way that you're thinking. I'm so glad that you followed through um, on some of our suggestions from yesterday, doing yes. market research, talk, reaching out to people who are in the business to get consultations, um, because there's nothing like learning from other people's experience. So that's amazing. Um, you seem a lot calmer. You seem a lot more confident than you did yesterday yeah. when we first <laughs> talked. So that's really exciting. Um, I want to encourage you to make sure that you tell your story continuously as you get on Instagram with your business that it's really about letting people know um, where you've been, where you've come from, how you can um, help people in the same situation to um, change their lives because that's what's going to speak to people the most. So you want to be out there telling your story, your testimony, um, and and lifting up the name of the Lord, but showing people that no matter where they started from, um, there can be a change in their in their life, like you've experienced a change in your life. Tell yes. me some more now your thoughts about the relationship between fear and information. Um, fear is for me now, since you mentioned that yesterday, uh, it's a lack of not knowing. When I don't know things, I have a fear. What if this this whole bunch of possibility that just run through my mind left to the right and that prevent me from going to the next step because I'm more concerned about what if then well what's gonna happen if you do it you just go ahead and do it mm-hmm. you're not doing anything anyway right now so for me whenever that now that since I would take that to my heart that anytime that something fear come up on me, I would do my research. Mm-hmm. Why I'm feared? Is it from my trauma from the childhood that led me not to do this? Or is it something new that to identify where that come from? Because always have a source that has not yet um, deleted or not uprooted. Mm-hmm. So always have a way. So for me now, like when I pinpoint where my fear come from, it's from the past that not, always been told that I'm a failure, I can't do nothing. And 
I'm a grown, I'm a grown up now. I can't, I'm not living with my family. So like, you have to think, I have to think about that. Like, listen, you can do it. You accomplish certain things so far and you can accomplish it if you do. And if you fail, it's fine. You know, you, you not, it's not like I'm not capable. We all, as when we do new things that we're not aware of, we don't know how to do, especially when we don't have a mentor. So for me, what you don't have a mentor, but you have a voice of God. So follow that. You fail, you get up and keep going again until to the point where, okay, this is not the path that you're supposed to be on. Change it. Then for me, one of the biggest challenging is to be open for change. Mm-hmm. And change is the only constant, as they say. <laughs> you yes. can expect things to change because that is how life works. But you've just said a mouthful. One, you are a grown woman now. You're not yeah. that little girl anymore. And no. when that little girl needs you, you can talk to her. You can talk to your childhood self and tell her you can do it. You have this. You can be the mother that she needed to the own, your little girl in your heart. And you've said something else important, which is just because I fail doesn't mean I am a failure. There's yes. always going to be moments where we don't accomplish exactly what we want. But as Pastor Sarah says, we never fail. We either win or we grow. Yes. Because we refuse to lose. So yeah. <laughs> we absolutely I'm, refuse to lose. I'm hoping to see you there on Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. I, well, Philadelphia is not far from me. So I'll definitely be I'll definitely be in Philadelphia um, okay. supporting. And I, I hope to see you there as well. And until then, remember, we don't ever lose. We win or we grow. So keep on using this framework, keep on using the SMART goals framework to put in your other goals. I just wanted to give you a chance to kind of walk through one of them today um, and keep us posted on how things are going. I will. All right. Wishing you love and light. Thank you. God bless you. (laughs) Bye-bye. I am so glad that we got to talk to Bemnet today. She is truly love and light. I mean, you can just feel it emanating from her. And I'm also so grateful that she was open enough to share how her fears about success are rooted in her childhood trauma, that she had been verbally abused by those who were supposed to teach her that she could do anything and encourage her and teach her that she is more than enough for whatever task she takes on. But instead she was pulled down and told that she could never succeed. That is a huge, huge deal for her to have overcome and for her to continue to be overcoming. And I hope that it inspires some of you as well to look at how those old wounds, how old traumas may be actually affecting your capacity to reach your goals. It isn't over and done with. It wasn't just in the past. It wasn't this, that was then, this is now. And it's not, it is what it is. Childhood trauma is real. Trauma, adult trauma is real. And a trauma is anything that changes the way that you see yourself, that you see God, or that you see other people. And when we carry those traumas forward in our lives without addressing them, we often don't recognize how much they are draining our efforts in other areas of our lives. And so if you have that sense that you're trying to make progress, trying to make progress, and you just can't seem to do it, I hope you'll consider adding mental health as one of your goals for 2020. Because when we are whole emotionally, when we are whole mentally, when we are whole spiritually, we are able to accomplish so much more. And I think we often spend too much time trying to control our minds. 
I need to get my thinking right. I need to think positive. I need to change my negative thoughts to positive thoughts. And you do. But you also need to address your broken heart. And we heard them that speaking about a place in her heart that had been broken. And when we pursue healing in those areas, we are energized in the work that it takes to accomplish our goals. And so mental health is just not separable from the other parts of our life. So I wanna encourage you, if you hadn't already decided, to get in therapy this year. Therapy is not for mentally ill people, therapy is for people. And that therapy room is the place where you can heal and find wholeness emotionally, mentally, so that you are not working against the current to accomplish your goals. When we clear out that old stuff, you would be amazed how many other things in your life may start to fall in place because you went back to take care of a wound that had not yet been healed. So I hope that listening to Bemnet encouraged you to do that. I encourage you to do that because when it comes to smashing your 2020 goals, I want your emotional wellness to be one of them. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com is an online counseling service that offers 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. It's available worldwide and has four communication modes, text, chat, phone, and video. What I love so much about BetterHelp.com is that they offer counselors who specialize in literally everything. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, or trauma. No matter what it is you're facing, they have someone on standby who can help you. One of the things that I personally enjoy about BetterHelp is that there's financial aid available for those who qualify. This means that there's literally no reason why you can't start getting the help you need today. BetterHelp.com is offering 10% off your first month of therapy using the discount code EVOLVE. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash evolve. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love today. That's betterhelp.com slash evolve. Okay, we are about to call the next member of the delegation who is ready to do some goal smashing today. Her name is Santana. Let's hear what she had to say. Hi, my name is Santana Gale. I am 33 and I'm from Washington, D.C. Um, I was calling just because I'm having some family um, issues that have arisen from my childhood that I'm having to deal with right now. Um, also, I'm in the process of trying to start my own business. I'm going to have a little bit of extra income um, every month and I wanted to apply that and try to, you know, build a business, but I just don't know where I have the ideas, um, strategies. I even have a little bit of money now. I just don't know where to go. Um, I've been listening to Sarah um, probably when I need her, but I'm I'm actually coming around to trying to listen to her once a week. Um, Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, good morning. Hello. So Santana, tell our listeners about the business that you um, are starting this year. Um, Well, I'm starting a um, a holistic beauty line uh, where I have some shea butters, body scrub, um, hair and skin uh, ointments, as well as like um, some chopsticks. Um, I kind of want to move into maybe like a more of a cosmetic brand, um, maybe something, you know how they have like the 
retinol, like skin plumping um, serums. I wanted to kind of get into something like that. Um, so I've been talking to some estheticians, trying to, you know, kind of get some things together. But I want to mainly just focus on uh, where I originally started with uh, just basically the shea, shea butters and the body scrubs. Okay. So if you just got one product out this year, would it be the shea butter and the body scrubs? Yes, um, because I've actually been um, mixing them up in my kitchen. Um, I have um, some wholesale um, in the uh, shea butter and as well as the salt. So it's kind of just a matter of me mixing them together and kind of bottling them up. Um, I, I, I got some stuff over the weekend where I was able to get a good deal on some containers. Um, yep, so I just got to get them bottled up and get them out there. Hopefully this weekend I can try to do um, the flea market that I have. Um, I do it twice a month so I can have some products put out there uh, with some of the merchandise that I sell. Okay, so you're way out ahead of the specific aspect of the SMART goal. You had all these products that you're interested in, but specifically you're going to narrow it down to the shea butters and the skin products that that you're starting with. Um, What would you like to achieve with regard to those products by the end of the year? Do you have a goal on how many you'd like to sell or whether you want to have an online store set up? What would you like to do by the end of the year? Well, I have at least 22 containers. Um, Hopefully I would like to sell them out by the end of the year. I mean, it would be great to be able to sell all them in, you know, in just one day. But that's kind of an unrealistic goal. Um, Yeah. So hopefully by the end of the year, just those 22 containers that I have, I hope that I can just get them off and have returning customers or at least have someone, you know, interested in, in, in love the product. Okay. I like that. So I love that you've got the R down and smart, realistic. You already know what's <laughs> realistic. Um, how many do you typically sell at your flea markets? Um, I've only sold one so far. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I sell more merchandise than anything mm-hmm. um, because they kind of know me for selling um, like clothes and shoes and accessories, the electronics and stuff like that. Um, you know, but I, I, this weekend will actually be just a, another trial for me trying to get the product out there. Um, I've done it one time before. That's when I, I, I just sold one container, um, you know, and I kind of put it on a back burner and was just focusing on merchandise. Um, yeah, but my husband's just been trying to get me to focus more on getting those things bottled up and, mm-hmm. and getting them out there. So, okay, um, like I said, hopefully this weekend, that'll be kind of like my second day of getting things out there. Okay. So I love that you are focusing on building out something that you already have, which is you're selling at a flea market. People know who you are. You have experience doing that. So you're building on that. So that makes it even more achievable. Um, you're mm-hmm. looking at 22 by the end of the year. So you have a time frame on there. Um, at what points during the year would you like to stop and check and see where am I? How many have I sold? Do I need to come up with a new strategy um, so that you're not running around in December? Like, I just want to meet my goal and I'm, I haven't gotten there. Um, so how how far out would you like to set your kind of check in points? Well, I would maybe like to check in about every three months. Okay. Um, I have a little bit of experience working in um, um, like at the head of doctor's offices doing billing um, and some retail experience. So I know at least every six months you kind of want to go in and check on those goals and numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's a little bit more um, 
resourceful doing it every three months because you may have taken in more sales than you expected. So you got to kind of keep up with your inventory so you're not behind mm-hmm. or maybe have sales, unexpected sales coming in and you're trying to kind of rush to, you know, get things together and your product might not be as good as it was originally because you had ample time to get things together, um, you know, and kind of get it out there. I love that. So three months really puts us in a quarterly position, which I also recommend to people a lot. So we're kind of in the first quarter now. So um, January, February, March. So maybe set a check in date for April 1st, mm-hmm. June, July, August is your next. So check in on uh, what did I just say? I got it off. April, May, June. That would be your yes. second quarter. Right. <laughs> so July 1st. Then you got July, August, September, and then October 1st. And by then you'll be thinking about gift packs and uh, yeah. shipping people the Christmas gifts and all kinds of stuff um, as yeah, you bring absolutely. it up on the end. I kind of did that this um, this Christmas. Um, I didn't really sell anything, but um, for like family members, I kind of packaged up some product, um, put a nice little, you know, decorative Christmas, you know, bow on it and kind of gave them away um you know as christmas gifts so hopefully i can get a um, a good response from that sounds good are you doing samples at the flea markets i am yes ma'am that's yep. a great way to get people to have interest what are some potential obstacles that might arise and how can you plan in advance for the obstacles um i think the only my only obstacle would be myself Okay, um, come on. You know, I kind of already have those goals that I have the product. I have kind of all of the resources that I've given myself. You know, I, I think the only thing that'll hold me back is just not going out there, being proactive uh, with my dream. When you look back on some things you've tried to accomplish in the past that maybe didn't go as well as you wanted them to, is there anything you can learn about, <clears throat> excuse me, yourself? about where you get in your own way that you can be on the lookout for? I just try not to procrastinate. Mm. Um, Procrastination is a big thing. Um, I've already kind of have my life planned out where I have my work hours. um, You know, I have the hours that I did with my children and then I try to have a little bit of time for myself at the end of the day or at least on the weekend. Right. Um, So, you know, I kind of allot that time to just kind of do whatever I feel like, you know, I I, I want to do whatever I'm feeling at that point. And right now I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit because I have quite a few ideas, but I'm trying to just zone it in, um, you know, into one thing. I've always kind of been into the beauty, um, been into beauty and wanted to be in the industry, um, you know, as far as makeup and designing and maybe working on movie sets and hopefully kind of getting that product out there um actually i was just selected to um be in the local film it's called dc traffic oh congratulations Um, it's about sex trafficking thank you oh wow um yes yes, ma'am so hopefully we're having a mixer in the 18th so i'll have some samples there to kind of give out to my cast members and my director um and you know they have a couple of plugs you know, within the city for networking and things like that. So, you know, I kind of, I never know where that'll come in. You mm-hmm. know, so I kind of just try to have, always trying to have like a business card or some type of sample on me where I could just, just give it away. Cause you just never know who you're going to run into. And, um, I'm kind of, I am blessed cause that I am in Washington DC and there's so many different outlets and so many different people, um, that you come across. Like, um, I, I work in like a sports area near the new 
uh, baseball stadium. Okay. So I'm always running into coaches and players and, and their wives. Um, and I've kind of built relationships and reports with them. Um, you know, so I'm going to try to, you know, give out some samples while I'm at work, you know, because I just never know who I'm running you into. You never now. know. And it sounds like yeah. you have access to so many people and you're and you're being smart about taking advantage of that. Um, I yeah. love that you're saying you're committing to be specific because you have all these ideas of what you want to do. And so mm-hmm. I encourage you to think five years in advance. Where would I like to be five years from now with all of these things? And then mm-hmm. right now I'm starting with this specific I'm starting with these specific products right now, but five years from now, I could have branched out into all these directions. Um, But it's important to sometimes really do one thing at a time as it starts to build. So I'm excited that you have it. Yesterday when we were talking, um, we talked about procrastination a little bit because you mentioned that you were building your Mm -hmm. website, but you didn't have an Instagram page yet. And I suggested that sometimes our preparation is actually procrastination. Like we're doing the big thing. Um, That takes a lot of effort when we could do a small thing with big benefits. So did you get around last night Mm -hmm. to setting up the Instagram page like we talked about? I didn't because I get off at nine at night. Okay. I work 10 to nine. Oh, 10 that's a long nine day. Nine at night. So when I got home, yes, ma'am. Um, when I got home, I kind of just had a glass of wine and went to bed. <laughs> um, it was kind of snowy too, but I'm off on Thursday, Fridays, um, and the weekend as well. Nice. So I was going to dedicate um, some time like I normally do um, to get that Instagram page up. Um, I do have uh, the email set up, um, but I kind of have some additional things I need to do with Google. It's, it's, it's really hard where I work. I don't really have a lunch break too mm-hmm. much. So I try to, you know how you kind of start something that you get distracted and a week ago by two weeks. And mm-hmm. then let me pull out my pad and get back to, you know, kind of where I was. So that's, that's kind of why I am. It's, it's, I would call it semi-procrastination, I guess, because life is kind of getting in the way and I'm trying to juggle um, a few things and then not be burnt out, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time. Sure, I get it. sometimes my husband has to tell me, Tana, that's enough. Put the laptop up. It's been like four hours. Like, just, just give it a break. <laughs> oh, it's so good that your husband is supporting you in your business, but also in your well-being. That's a real, yes. that's a real blessing. So this weekend, then you're going to jump into that Instagram page. And that's like a, mm-hmm. a small goal um, that is part of you selling these 22 jars by the end of the year. So that's your, that's your specific yes. goal, but there's steps along the way. And this is one of the steps. So I'm excited for you to get that done. I'm going to, um, Check in with you, see how that went um, uh, next week. Yes, man. All right. Are you always need somebody that's going to kind of be like, not say on your back, but just, you know, just thinking about you and, you know, concerned and wanting you to, to set those goals and kind of move forward and not be stagnant. And I really appreciate Absolutely. that. Accountability is huge. And I encourage everyone to have someone in their life that they let ask them, did you do what you said you were going to do? And just hold us a little bit yep. accountable because um, accountability is important. I once heard my husband say that accountability will either make you a better person or a better liar. 
And so I hope that people... And that hate life. <laughs> right, me too. So hopefully um, as we allow people in our lives to hold us accountable, we'll let that make us better. That we'll tell them the truth when we haven't met a goal, that we'll, that we'll celebrate with yeah. them when we do, and then be willing to make new plans to move forward. So it sounds like you are off and running. You have a very smart goal set and it's going to be well. Now, how about that last piece about your mental health? We talked a little bit um, yesterday as well about the childhood issues that were kind of arising and you were telling me um, mm-hmm. that you had had some good experiences in therapy in the past that that taught you some some lessons that you can use now. Um, is there any other goal you want to set regarding your your mental well being and, and these childhood issues that are that are facing you? Um, I think I probably want to go ahead and, and, and speak to someone again, um, possibly another therapist, because um, at the time those things were dormant. Um, you know, I was just kind of dealing with them. I think they were just boiling up in me because I was just ready to kind of get over it. Um, but of course, all those those things do arise because if they're family issues and you still have those family members, That's they can right. continue to come up. Um, yeah, then I'm, I'm just at a whole nother place in life. I'm getting older. Um, yeah, so I think it, it is about time for me to kind of just check in again and you know, sometimes just speaking to people, they kind of bring things up in you that you normally, you know, don't even recognize sometimes. Um, and that was one of the benefits the last time I went into therapy. Um, you know, she kind of brought something out of me that I didn't know that I had, um, you know, so it kind of helped me get over some hurdles because um, at the time I didn't have my GED. I didn't have a driver's license. Um, I was over 20. I had two kids. Um, so from that, I kind of just set goals. I was like, before I'm 30, I have to get this driver's license, even if I don't have a car, because I don't really like to drive. But that was just like a personal goal for mm-hmm. me um, also to go ahead and get my GED, um, because it wasn't really holding me back, because I've always been able to find jobs in the field that I want to be in. Um, but I, 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 you know, you never know what, you know, how what job I did apply for that I didn't get because, you know, of that thing. Um, so now that I'm really trying to just, uh, be business oriented and, um, my children are older and I'm not really dealing with a lot of personal relationships, um, as far as men and even just girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's just about time to touch bases again and just, you know do a reevaluation. You know, you got to take your car in for a checkup there you every go. couple of months. There so you go. No time for the there you go. I love that. I hope that people will be inspired um, to do the same thing because we don't need to be in trouble to go to therapy. Therapy is for everyone. We don't have to be ill. We don't have to be in trouble. Um, It's just a way for us to check in, like you said, make sure that we're um, examining our lives, finding ways to grow. And as we start business ventures or anything new, that's always a stress and a pressure. So taking care of ourselves emotionally is one of the ways to help us succeed. I'm happy for you, girl. You get ready to have a good 2020. It's about to be you know on. I can feel it. I, I can yes. feel it inside of me. Um, and my husband, he's been telling me, because I'll be 35 this year. And he's just like, you're at the point where you should be. Like, you know how you used to be kind of beat ourselves up? And I'm like, I feel like I should be somewhere different. You know, I should be, I should have accomplished some goals. Or I should have a better job. I should have a home. I should have a better car or whatever. You know, he just tells me, you know, you're right where God wants you to be right now. And I honestly can feel it inside of me. And, and I, I feel like it's my time and I'm just going to do everything that I have to do, you know, for myself. Because as women and mothers, we give so much to our family, mm-hmm. you know, our spouse and our children. 
And you know what? It's my time now. It sure is. It sure is. Take it all the way. I love it. You're exactly where you need to be and you're about to get exactly where you want to go. And I am excited for you. Can't wait to hear the testimonies. All right. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. See you later, Santana. All right. Thank you. Bye. See you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Santana certainly taught us some important things today. When she talked about not getting caught up in where you should be by now. Well, I should have gotten to this point in my life by now. I'm 30, I should have done this. By 40, I should have done this. I'm 35, almost 40. You know, we really get caught up in those years, but we need to recognize that we are where we are that God has purpose for us, that every single thing we've been through, he is now forcing to work together for our good and not be concerned with being behind because you'll spend your whole life trying to catch up to where you think you should have been instead of realizing you are right where you need to be and making a plan to move forward from here. I love the way that Santana encouraged us in that space. I also love how honest she was about the only obstacle in her way would be herself. Like we need to get in the mirror and say, nothing is stopping me but me and not to procrastinate because procrastination is a killer. So we want to find ways to get procrastination out of our lives. And one of those big ways that we procrastinate is by being busy, but not really doing anything. You don't need, you do need to do some research before you start a project, but you don't need to research for a year. Sometimes our preparation really is just procrastination in disguise. So be honest with yourself, be hard on yourself a little bit. What am I doing right now? Why am I doing it? And am I putting off my next step um, by pretending to be so busy that I can't move forward or because I feel like I don't have enough information or I'm just not ready? Sweetheart, you are never gonna feel ready. I have never felt ready for a next step that God has had for me, but it's just been a matter of stepping out there and moving forward. And the Lord is with me and stay focused and you will get where you're going. You are ready enough. So let's get moving. Thank you for listening in on the goal smashing episode of Ready, Set, Glow. 2020 is your year without a doubt. Girl, you got this.